Welcome back to Valentine's Day special, and this one's going to get hotter than Hillary's hard drive. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie is, was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, just hauling <laughs> ass, nothing but underwear, and hauling probably ass naked in too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. Oh, it's always nice to be back together. It's fun. Good times. Hopefully for everybody else. How have you been, sir? I'm exhausted, Greg. We people visiting, going out on weekends. I mean. Just turned 47. I think I'm just hitting my prime. <laughs> We're crushing it on the weekends now. Been in downtown St. Pete, downtown Newport Ritchie, staying out till 2, 3 in the morning. Does Newport Ritchie have a downtown? It's amazing. It's one of the best kept secrets in Pasco. And I'm not even joking. Downtown St. Pete, where all their bars and stuff are, it's amazing. Downtown St. Pete or Newport Ritchie? Both. Okay. New- I love St. Pete. St. Pete is obviously super nice, but Newport Ritchie, downtown on Main Street. Some of the funnest, coolest bars I've been to in a long, long time. Um, there's one that's called Pete's Garage or Pete's on Grand or whatever the name of it is. It's it literally it's got a big garage door that opens. There are pinball games. There in the middle of the bar is a round section of four couches, four TV screens, and four old school Nintendos for free. Just play games. Nice um, draft specials, loud music. They got the cool big jukebox where. Um, I mean, it's it's a blast, and in the back of the bar is like an antique shop where there are just a ton of old shit for sale. They had a boomer size and an autographed football for 130 bucks. I thought about it, but I didn't. Um, I bought a $10 glass mug of the 1981 Sugar Bowl, Georgia Bulldogs. I said, if I buy this, can I drink out of it? He said, yep. I said, sold. Nice. So I drank out of this giant glass Georgia Bulldog Sugar Bowl mug all night. It was... It's a cool place. Downtown Newport Ritchie and Pasco. I know Pasco takes a lot of shit, but deservedly so. Newport Ritchie on a Friday or Saturday night. It's awesome on on Main Street and it's interesting. Food trucks. There's there's a food truck with this guy that makes pierogies and stuff like that. It is he's doing the Lord's work with the food he's serving because it's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. Doing good. How about you? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I got a pulse. <laughs> I'm tired. That that's a plus. Can't seem to sleep lately for some reason, but you know, here's what it is. Hey man, ever since my birthday hit, I've been on a tear. Uh, yeah, you have. You've yes. been on fire, killing it. Best birthday ever. Well, good for you. I had a great time, and now I'm officially a gun owner. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, it's God, it's beautiful. I can't wait to shoot it. Oh, you haven't shot it yet? Not yet. I, that it's it's going to happen this week. Nice. Yeah, because with, with the purchase, I got a free membership, so I get to go use the range for free for a month. Um, and nine millimeter ammo is like really cheap, so it, it'll yeah, that's gonna happen this week. Sweet, yeah, well, for sure. For you. So yeah, pretty Enjoy. exciting. Enjoy, yeah. Send me a send me a picture of the group. Uh, uh, yes, I I absolutely will if they're good. 
if they're good. No, if send them. Good. Send them. Period. I, I will send them, and I'm not worried about it because the last time I went and shot a handgun with Dylan over Christmas break, I did pretty fantastic for a first timer. So I'm not worried about it. Point and shoot. Point and shoot. <laughs> Pull and click. Yeah. All right. So let's a, get let's get down to it. We had a little contest. We did have a contest. We did. We did. And the good news is, people entered this one. We had seven entrants. We're getting that, but the seven of them were like none of our friends that we know personally. There, there were some of them. Step I, 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 up. I think, I think I don't know all the names of the people who entered. Um, I know whose name wasn't on that list. Who's that? Phil Eddie. Yeah, I don't think it was. God damn it, Phil. I we had like well, we had seven entrants, and I was one of them. And don't give me that I'm busy at the post office bullshit. Yeah, I seen I, your computer in the pictures you sent me. The guy, the guy posts all through the day. You got, <laughs> you got thirty seconds, Phil. And you know what? Fuck you and your made you watch Fifth Element. You son of a bitch. You <laughs> laughed about it on Messenger yesterday. The least you could do is enter a contest. Yeah, God. I love the fact that the winner is someone in Massachusetts. Yeah. Don't even know the guy. No, I don't. I I don't know who he is. I hope now. Hopefully, he's a regular listener. But now I love the guy. Uh, me too. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Brian Bedard from Brockton, Massachusetts. Of the nine categories, he got seven of them. Crushed it. Nailed it. He got uh, Best Actress, uh, Renee Zellweger and Judy. He got Best Actor, Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Best Animated Feature, Toy Story 4. Best Cinematography, 1917. There was never any doubt about that one. Bullshit. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They, uh, he got uh, Best Editing, Ford, v- Ford versus Ferrari. Best Supporting Actor. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, for Brad Pitt. Uh, and he got Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern in The Marriage Story. Well done, Brian. So he only missed two. Two. Nice job. Yeah, and I remember when we went to see 1917, that was one of the things that we all four agreed on right out of the movie. It was like, if this doesn't win Best Cinematography, yeah, then, just then it's it's loaded. It's shut it down. Loaded. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't, had a, we haven't had a conversation since the Oscars, have we? No. I don't think we have. No, we are, haven't. Are we going to? We may as well. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I mean, it is Monday, so I mean, it's got to have a shitty part of the day eventually. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Parasite turned a lot of heads. Yeah, apparently. Best, best picture. Yeah. Go ahead. I. Pff, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I. I, I just. I want. Well, I'm. I'm proud of you. All first I'll of say all. is I don't get it. I. I don't get it. I. You know, I've said before in a previous podcast, and I know it was only. It was recently that. You know, when it comes to movie or when you get into the, the movie snobs art, it, it's who who's one person to say another person's art is stu- is bad. Uh, I mean, I, I, I get that. Movies, I think, are a little different. Movies are meant to entertain. OK, I obviously I we know what lane I'm in when it comes to movies. It's I don't make no bones about it. I don't apologize for it. I like what I like and I stick with it. And that's what I do, because when I'm taking time my personal time or free time, whatever you want to call it, and I'm going to see something, I want to have fun. I don't want to be all upset or be like watch something that makes you mad um, or sad or whatever. But we know what kind of movies I like. Yeah. I, I, just, like, the, I like those kind of movies too. I just – oh, yeah. It, it, we, that's how we met. We started talking about movies that we liked, and, that's, and here we are. And how shitty Lockheed was. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Like damn near 10 years later. Um, but when you have a movie like Endgame, after a decade of movies, to culminate it with what they did and how they accomplished it and the kind of movie that is, 
to not even be mentioned in the same sentence as a small Korean film, I just don't get it. I don't understand how you say that's hands down that much better than Endgame. I just don't get it. So I tried to watch it. To be fair, I gave it a... I'm like, you know what? It's I'm going to look like a total ass if I just rip this apart or how I feel about it. If I don't at least try to watch it. So I did. I sat down. I think I made it through 40 minutes. And I texted you and Richard. I said, I'm out. I just... I can't do this. It's... It's not enter- it's not entertaining in the least bit. It it didn't catch my attention. Like at least something should happen to be like, oh wait, I want to see how I want to see what happens after that. Fucking nothing, nothing. And on top of that, I had to read. Well, I can see how that would upset you. I'm out. <clears throat> I just I th- I don't I will honestly say I I have a hard time making an argument either way for why Endgame wasn't nominated for best picture i i understand that different types of movies speak to different types of people right like you know some excuse me some guys can refuse to acknowledge that romantic comedies are good you know and some women refuse to acknowledge that action movies are good i get that you're going to have different types of people that like different types of movies i don't i don't understand why you would say as a group all three lord of the rings got nominated for best picture they did, right? All three of them they, got nominated. They were nominated. Yes. Only one won, Fellowship, right? Fellowship, uh, Return of the King won, but all three okay. were nominated. But then you refuse to acknowledge basically any other action movies. I mean, I, I can you call 1917 an action movie uh, to you a know, degree, uh, maybe? You, there's a couple scenes that, yeah. that stood out. Yeah. The the, the nighttime scene right. r- r- running through the village was pretty intense. It was. Um the scene with the airplane crash and the German that they tried to rescue and tried to help, it wasn't necessarily an action scene, but it was kind of like riveting in a way. You're like, oh, shit, do, yeah. do, do you really, wait, do you want to do that? War movies War movies seem to kind of get a pass when yeah. they start talking about nominations because, I mean, I wouldn't call Private Ryan an action movie. I, it's more of a drama with some action scenes, and that's what I'd call 1917. You it, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Saving Private Ryan was a different scope. I yeah, mean, the, the, massive. Well, the first the first 45 minutes was an action movie for sure. Yeah, um, that in the finale, the the, the yeah. whole protecting the bridge. I mean, some amazing battle scenes in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, I, and and I don't I don't know how they differentiate between them. You know what I mean? Uh, I, you had some great acting performances in 1917 and mm-hmm. Private Ryan, and so I don't I don't see where they come from when they say this should be nominated and this shouldn't be nominated. Right. I I've watched a lot of nominated movies and would will say it's not for me, but it was right. good. You know, it was well done, it was well shot, it was well acted. I don't where where I get confused is how do you say Black Panther is a, a best picture nominee, but Endgame is not. And you can't say it wasn't it wasn't because there wasn't a movie with in-game scope out because that came up Black Panther came out the same year Infinity War came out wreck, right? Correct. So that's that's what confuses me. I have no problem with them saying that but Parasite is a best picture because I've I've of the people that I've talked to that have seen it, you are honestly the only one that didn't like it. And and that's Which, and, and that's okay. And, and I'll and, own and that. And it, I'm not busting your chops. No, no, I'm just saying it's it's I, I and I I totally am okay with that. I get that because I'm not uh, I'm right. I'm a different breed, I right. guess. Right, and that's and that's okay because 
I mean, there are people that have that have said, you know, like I love action movies. I'll but, say this, but I don't want to see the Fast and the Furious movies. I'll so say it's this: just about it's tougher for me to branch off into a kind of movie that I I know for a fact just by seeing what it is that I'm not going to like it. That's, now, that's fair enough. That may be shallow. That may be selfish. However you want to categorize, and I'm okay with that because that's just me. Now, how like you, for example, you you can watch and enjoy older movies and like Parasite, and you. That's awesome. I kind of wish I could do that a little bit more because there's probably a lot of good stuff that I just I haven't seen or will never see just because of that. Right. But I just stay in my lane. Like and even like what you brought up romantic comedies. There's some that I really enjoy that oh, I'll, I'll watch over and over. Me too. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I could watch every single week and still laugh my ass off. Oh yeah. And it is a chick flick through and through. For real. But there's some really good humor that both guys and girls can relate to that you can watch that movie together with your girlfriend, your wife, your mistress, whatever, whoever. You can watch that. <laughs> well, it is Valentine's Day. You can watch that <laughs> with your other and both enjoy the hell out of it because yeah. it's got everything. It's got the you know the meaningful relationship stuff, the the tough going through a breakup, divorce, good, whatever. Good jokes, you know, whatever. You're right. And There's movies like Trainwreck, Little Long, but I still enjoyed it because I love the shit on Amy Schumer. Yeah. And so does Amy. Amy, 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 my other Amy, 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 and Amy. Um, Sounds like a law firm. The, Amy, Amy, and Amy. Right? There's a yeah for Valentine. I would, I would take that Amy, Amy, and Amy. Um, there's a it's like I, I can watch those. I, I can still enjoy those as long as they're good and as long as they keep your attention. But when you get into movies that are foreign movies, that I mean, it's it. And not only that, you know, we were just talking about um, the raid. Mm-hmm. It's considered one of, you know, you get word of mouth in that movie. It's just nothing but five-star action movie. Incredible. But it's, I want to say, is it Japanese? Korean? It's it's I'm an Asian-made movie. I'm not movie. sure. Yeah, I'll it's, say that. It's from, it's from. It's from over there. We'll just say over that. Over there. Because I, because I don't know exactly, and I don't want to do I it can't a disservice. Remember. Yeah, it's, I, I think, I think it is Korean. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's something like that. I just, I haven't seen it yet, but. I've heard nothing short of it's one of the best action and fight movies ever. So yeah, the interest is there, but there even in with a movie like that, even though there's probably sub it is subtitled and all that stuff, there's a shitload of fighting in it. Right. Well, you got me. Uh, I mean, I you don't need subtitles for fights. It doesn't matter. Correct. So that's different, but I like I said I was 40 minutes in and there was just a bunch of Korean subtitles and nothing going. I'm like this is this is kill like I'll never get those 40 minutes back. Eh, yeah, but that we tried something new. But let, to to go back to what my original point was, to not even recognize what Endgame was able to do and what it did—that's never been done before. I just think is wrong. I I, I just think it's I don't. It's atrocious. I would to like me. to know what the justification is. I would like to know what the quality. I agree. I, I would. I I think, you know, to put it in sports terms. Everybody basically is an all consensus that you know Joe Burrows is going to go first, right? right? And there are reasons that Joe Burrows is going to go first. He played on a you know a record-setting offense. He sure. did this. He did that. He's got size. He's got this. Got there are tangibles there. What are the qualifications to be best picture? I there aren't any, and that's that's the, and, and that and that's I think that's what makes it hard for people. I don't think I don't think making a lot of money is a is a justification for being best picture. I don't because think it's a. I, I, you're right. I let me just say that I completely agree with you 100. percent However, for a movie to make a billion dollars mm-hmm. that owned the theater for what a month, it was number one. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, how, I don't know how many. We'd have to look it up, but I think it was four weeks in a row. It was number one at the box office. So 
for all intents and purposes, everybody was going to see this movie. And not only that, multiple times. Yep. I saw it three times. So that's damn near 10 hours of movie time that I went and saw this movie because it was that good. But also because it was 10 years in the making. Right. It was 10, it was a finale of 10 years worth of movies that we've talked about and have watched over and over, except Iron Man 3. But it was 10 years worth culminating into that movie, and they did it perfectly. It was a great movie, and it was exciting, and the tied-up storylines, and it gave you satisfying ends to characters. It gave you beginnings to other characters. It was just, to not even recognize or acknowledge what that movie did, to me, is just, it's a sham, and it makes the Oscars look completely irrelevant. But that's just me. And then, but on the on the other hand, you have Joker, who made over a billion dollars. Correct. And I think it won four? Yeah, three or four. I, I don't remember the exact number. But I would, obviously, I didn't watch but the Oscars. I would qualify. I would qualify Joker more as a horror movie, a thriller movie, than I would an action movie. I wish that there was a category for just dark, because right. it's a dark movie. And that's something else that I don't understand either. That's something else that Hollywood, uh, not Hollywood, uh, the Oscars, the Academy, whatever you want to call them, don't seem to recognize at all, is they don't even acknowledge nope. that horror or suspense movies nope. exist. And to me, that's why the Oscars don't have any credibility when it comes to doing what they appear have themselves convinced that they're doing. Because they're not. They're, they're leaving out entire genres of movies. Yeah, most horror movies, most people would say, aren't that great. Aren't worthy of action of, It's of, tough of to. Movies. Even I'll say it. It's tough to find very good horror movies, but there's some that we really like. I still say that the original Saw movie wasn't really so much as horror as it was suspense. There were some gory scenes, but it wasn't. It didn't get like the later ones, which were just straight up gore. Well, I think I think the one most recently that has been that got snubbed the most was Hereditary, <coughs> um, which I haven't seen. But like you have you said about other movies, great word of mouth. Yeah. So Susan has watched it, and she mm-hmm. said it was fantastic. And she said it's a crime that Tony Collette did not get nominated for Best Actress. Right. But you know, and so she's. In, but from what I remember, she's not the only one to say that. Oh no! It's, yeah, it's it was. Uh, I'm probably going to watch it with her come uh, Halloween thread. time this year again. I would imagine. I just, I, I want. I'm not going to rail on them for not picking Endgame because in my mind, before the nominations came out, I knew Endgame wasn't going to get nominated right. because they just don't do it. I just wanted. I would like to. I'd, I'd get some transparency. I think, and I guess they don't have to give us transparency. It's their. It's they their. They don't because it's their it's show a, because in this exclusive little elitist club that in in my mind. More people should be voting on this. It, they should do honestly what, um, kind of like what the AP does. If certain people should have votes, but they should also include previous winners. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington should have a vote. You know what I mean? Play actors that have won, let's say multiple, or have been tied with a lot of, you know, recognizable roles in movies, should have a say. I think if you've won an Oscar, you should get, you should be the people voting on it. You directors should, should be have abs- should have absolutely. Votes. They, absolutely, and I know that's kind of what the SAG awards are. The you know it's the actors voting for actors, which are actually coming becoming to me a little more prestigious than the Oscars. Sorry, not to cut you off, but go ahead. No, no, you're you're exactly right because who's voting for that? Their peers, right? You know what I mean? It's like it's like when a football team votes on the captain; those players vote on who they want to represent them as their captain. Agreed. That's legitimate. Agreed. It's better than having, you know, 
two teachers at a different school or four or five teachers at different schools say, okay, well, this, this kid should be captain because I've seen his name in the paper. It, it just it makes no sense. It doesn't. But you're right. The, where Where's the credentials? Where, where's the credit? You know, the shit. What's criteria. The word? What's the criteria for a winner? And I'm not even saying Endgame should have been best picture. Obviously, to me, it was the biggest movie of the year. Mm-hmm. But it should have at least been recognized for it, for its achievements and I what think, it did. I think it got nominated for one, and that was best effects. And it didn't win. Well, I, I can give you the reason why it didn't win there. I'd love to hear your reasoning. 1917 won it. Okay. Okay. Movies we both seen. Right. Both love. I'm going to say that they picked 1917 because they did a lot of practical effects with people there, and it wasn't just a guy at a computer. Even though, even though the effects are awesome, I, I think, I, just like we've said about The Mandalorian, the practical effects make sure. it so much different and so much better. I think in their eyes, all the effects nowadays are done with CGI, and they wanted to acknowledge somebody doing it not CGI. But if you go back and you look at the videos of behind the scenes of the stunt work in Endgame, it's, it deserves to be recognized. That it, should be an Oscar, too, it, like Stuntman. It people have said that for decades of years, decades of years. Stunt I, they, men and stunt women are shit on every year by Hollywood in in the Oscars and all that stuff. How are these people that are literally breaking bones to to make all these actors look incredible, actors and actresses? They I just I agree they with don't you. Care. They don't care, assholes. I do want to say this about the Oscars. There's a lot of people they get angry when when actors or whatnot give their political views, no matter what side they are, whether you back James Woods or whether you back, you know, Madonna or whatever. Did you watch the Oscars? Oh, hell no. Okay. I I was hoping you did because I wanted to see if that still is a thing. It was, and it was Joaquin this year. Oh, okay. And and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt made a comment about, uh, they told me I only have 45 seconds, which is longer than the Congress or the Senate gave, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Sure. And Joaquin talked 45 seconds about how the whole world needs to go vegan. I don't... Sorry, Arthur. <laughs> Not happening. Right? Um, I, don't, I don't begrudge or want to crap on anybody using having, exercising their right to free speech. Sure. If we're having a discussion about something and you want to tell me about how we should go vegan, I get that. But you were up there for 45 seconds to accept your award. To thank the people that helped you get there, to thank right. the people that worked with you. You're not up there for 45 minutes to preach to me. I don't care if you're preaching to me about how Trump is the greatest president in the world or Trump is the worst president in the world. Right. That's not what you are there for. Right. People are like, oh, he has the right to say that. You're right. He does have the right to say that. It's, his, it's his 45 seconds. But it kind of makes you come off as a dill hole. Kind of? When people spend a billion dollars to watch you act as something, and then you go... Be a vegan. Let's face it. They're all assholes. They're all pretentious, rich, snobby, I'm better than you assholes. Yes, we love their movies, but they're all pricks. They're they're all pricks in real life. I would love to be able to be a fly on the wall in like restaurants in Hollywood just so that you could see who is a nice guy and who isn't isn't an asshole. Because there are lots of stories about, like, Keanu Reeves is one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he's doing or where he's at. If somebody says, hey, can you take a picture or can you autograph my... It's like, yeah, absolutely. He does, and he's constantly doing stuff for people. And then there are people that every time you hear about them, all they're doing is flipping somebody off. If yeah, you I, go to... Uh, if you just Google, like, cool stuff Keanu Reeves has done, like, one of the stories that was written that uh, 
a lady was broken down on the side of the road and he helped and actually took her to get her somewhere. Just little things like that where he still lives mod like modestly. Like he, he doesn't mm-hmm. have the mansions and all that shit. I mean, there, there are I'm, – I'm not trying to say that all actors are assholes because we know that's not true, but we don't need to hear you preach about what I need to do in my life. That's Say thanks to your crew, your yeah. parents. Say thanks to your director. Say thanks to, hey, how about the fans that are spending the money? I mean, just – but don't tell me that I shouldn't eat chicken. To, yeah, to be fair, uh, Joaquin is an oddball anyway. Oh, he's a total goofball. He, he's great actor. Yeah, complete he's complete goofball. He's got his his agenda, and agenda is not the right word because I don't think he's like an evil person. But he's no. definitely he's, he's he's definitely different. It's about not, the nicest way to put it. Yeah, he's fair just enough. different. So it is what it is. So we just announced our Oscar winner. Yes. Um, we've all been anxiously waiting for. About a month and a half to see what kind of Funko Pop we're going to get. You teased it today, and the tease was, I love gold. I do. And, and it's, I did, and I had fun with it. Um, so I was, you said it was a misdirect. It, oh, it was total. Because you think people are going to think it's something from Austin Powers. Correct. I think it's something that's gold. That is that is a good pick. See, that's why we're friends. And I, I think it's something like um, a Dundee. Or a, um, or, a, or a golden Iron Man or it is a I had to stick with the Oscars theme okay in some aspect the original clue I was going to put was the meme or the gif of John Travolta opening the case in Pulp Fiction oh yeah because um, nobody every, knows what that is everyone's always going to th- you know okay that's something to do with Pulp Fiction so without f- further ado here is your hold on just a second. We're uh, it, we're we're supposed to do something here, and I wasn't ready for it. So vamp, baby, vamp. That's okay. It took me literally like two or three days to pick this. So I'm going through trying to pick something that was worthy of a prize for one, but also that it was going to be something that somebody would want. So I think I did a pretty good job considering that I'm like, shit, I should keep this thing and just pick something different. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. So after days of deliberations, teases, and Twitters, Tweets, whatever you want to call them. Our Oscar prize for Brian is a solid gold Darth Vader. So that, honestly, they should change the Oscar trophy to that. Yes, they should. Because I think that shit looks worthy of it. That is awesome. And you know what? Star Wars never even crossed my mind. All right, and it's not tape shut, so I am going to open it. Sorry, Brian. I just devalued this whole thing. But this will give you a good look at it. God, I should keep this and take it home. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Better luck next time. Oh, and his feet, it actually comes off the stand. Look at that guy. <laughs> Solid goal. And what it reminded me of, it reminded me of Darth Vader Stewie. Oh, my God, yes. Because it's so, so short. short. Yeah, and as I almost break the damn thing. So, yeah, little gold Darth Vader for the Oscars. Pretty solid. Very nice. Nice and shiny. Stands well done, up pretty sir. nice. Yeah. Well done. I'm pretty cool. So yeah, enjoy it, Brian. Thanks thanks again for playing. Um, next time we need to get more people involved, especially our friends. God damn it. I can't even figure out how this oh, I had it upside down. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I yeah, have... congratulations. Enjoy it. We'll uh we need to get an address so I can get this thing in the mail and, and get it shipped out to them. I have a um idea that I'm going to float to you live on the air. Oh, shit. No pressure. 
every month we always kind of are worried about what kind of extra bonus content we can do for mm-hmm. our listeners. Yep. And I think I've come up with one, and I'm going to kind of steal from the podcast that Susan and I do. I think that every month... It's not stealing if you own it. That's true. I think that every month, you and I should pick a movie for each other. Not, not that we want you to see because we want you to... Exp- a little bit different. Suffer? No, no, no not, no, not that. A movie that we think you'll actually like. Not just because I want you to have to watch a foreign film. I like it. Like, like um, The Raid. For for just and then we will each give a fifteen minute, ten minute uh, review on it as okay. a as a bonus episode, and it but and, and again it's, I'm not going to have you watch you know Anne of Green Gables, like fair enough because that won't happen. Like, <laughs> that's that's fucked up, man. Just I mean yeah, it's just I mean you 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 know your boundaries. Right, right. Well, you know, I'm not looking to be a dick to anybody. Right. There's just sometimes there's movies that you want to make time to watch, but you're like, eh, how good is it? But sure. But now you're like, okay, now I have a reason to actually watch it. I like it. All right, cool. I will so jump that'll, in. That will start, we'll start that, what is it? It's, we'll start that for March. Sounds so good. Take take a week to think about what you got going on there. Deal. I will do that. So, the next thing I wanted to talk about, how about the XFL? That's. Let me go ahead and cross that off my list. Oh, see, there we go. Great minds think alike. Yeah, they do. So we're two weeks in. Um, I've watched a pretty fair share, I'd say. I've probably taken out of the, see what, there's eight teams in the league. There's four games a weekend. There's four games a weekend. I've probably seen half the games, uh, probably a little bit more than half, if all the, you know, flipping back and forth or mm-hmm. just paying attention to a half here, a half there. I'm impressed. This is a good product. I'm, I'm very happy with it. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm not cringing at the... Like when you know the first time it came around, we were like it was it was a circus. It, we were all watching it. It was wrestling on the gridiron. It really was. Um, they have completely. When I say they, Vince McMahon has done a phenomenal job of one presenting a legitimate football product, and two making sure that it's totally distanced from the WWE. You haven't seen or heard his name once during the, during these first two weeks, and I, like you had said. That's a brilliant move on his part because it, is. it gives it legitimacy. Because and also, I think what he was going after when he did the XFL the first time mm-hmm. that was at the height of the Attitude Era. You Correct. had The Rock, you had Stone Cold, you had all those guys. Toughness, yeah, and you had you had it was very popular. The WWE was very popular, yep. and he was trying to capitalize off of the WWE's popularity into a football product, which is not a. Bad line of thinking. Not a bad line of thinking, but yeah. I don't think that's what football fans want. And what what had what had happened was I what, see what had happened was what had happened, what had happened was what happened was there were a lot of people that didn't watch it because they weren't wrestling fans. Correct. And then the people that watched it were wrestling fans, not being true football fans. Maybe it didn't wow them the way it should have. And it probably turned off a lot of football fans Agreed. because there was it strayed too far off course of what regular football. Should be. He's put this product out there, and I don't think I've heard anybody even mention, other than when this thing first started two years ago, mm-hmm. that McMahon was even associated with it. Right. This, I've watched, I watched the first weekend, I watched all four games. Okay. And this weekend, I was fairly busy. I only got to see... Did you watch the St. Louis-Houston game? That was the one game I did not watch, and I and wanted to see it. It is the best game that has been out in the first two weeks. Oh, it was it was the, that just was watching a the highlights was incredible. Damn good football game, and that quarterback for Houston, PJ Walker, 
That kid is no joke. He's going to be in a camp this year. I know he's been in the NFL. I think he got cut from the Colts, bounced around to a couple other teams. And, hey, it could happen. But now you have a league where he's playing, getting more reps. You know, there are NFL caliber players in this league. There's a lot of them, you know, practice squad players. But, hey, still, they were on squads for the NFL. Yeah. So they have talent. You know who P.J. Walker paid for in college, right? They said it yesterday, but I don't remember. David Rule, is that his name? The new head coach for the Carolina Panthers? Okay. At Baylor? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is what the XFL to me has done. They've taken a game that is uh, ultra popular. Yep. The football is... It's, 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 it's king. The only one that could even begin to argue with that is basketball. And I'll give basketball its props because basketball is really huge. I mean, they're selling out all these games. It's, it's, it's monstrous. We love hockey. But we have to yep. give basketball credit. You've got 30 teams that are selling out arenas on a nightly basis. You do, but uh, it's also fair to acknowledge the popularity in basketball has dropped significantly in the past five years. It has. It has because it's it's the because it was basically start, starting at the beginning of the year. You knew who was going to win the, the truck. That the and the product has gone to shit. I, I, can, I can agree with that. You've got a still fo- popular though. I'll give you that. You've got a, fo- a, a a sport here that's king, and they've taken and they've made some modifications to it, which I love every rule change they have. If the NFL doesn't look at exe- adopting some of these, they're really silly. Um, really silly. I'll give you a great example. The two-minute the two minute clock is fucking phenomenal. In, in week one, we saw Troy Aikman on the sideline being interviewed saying that exact same thing. He said he'll be surprised if the NFL doesn't look at some of these rules and take these into account. That's Troy Aikman saying that. Yep. This week on the sideline, Todd Gurley supporting one of his, for his uh, prior teammates uh, in the game for um, – the team that looks like the Barcelona team. Oh, the Seattle Dragons. The Seattle Dragons. That was, they played the Vipers this week. Um, they uh, he 2 Tampa Bay Vipers. The 0-2, yep. Good news, Bucks fans. The Bucks are still playing. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, I mean, you have credible, legitimate NFL people supporting this product. Uh, the announcers, Fox and ESPN announcers. I, this is a legitimate league now. This is what I love about it. They took that product. They made those changes. They have actual NFL players now. When you watch it, most of these guys have been drafted in the seventh or the sixth round. You know, they've bounced around from team to team. They have announcers calling these games that call NFL games. Yep. They have Division One college officials. They're never going to get the NFL officials out there strictly because they're NFL officials. It's a different league, right? This is it's 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 legitimate. It's it's real. It's not a gimmick. They had over thirty thousand people at the game in Seattle. On Sunday, that is to me amazing. That's incredible. That it, to to for a first year league in in a city. I mean, that has a professional football team. Yes, in thirty thousand. That's awesome. Let me tell you why I'm not a businessman. <laughs> when I heard about this, the first thing I said is Jesus. Every one of those cities has a pro team. Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they go to cities that don't have pro teams to let people? Well, now we know. Because the cities that have the pro team still have hungry fans wanting to watch some good football. Correct. And they're getting to watch good fo- good football for 25 bucks. Yeah. And, you know, I looked into that because I was toying with the idea of going to the Vipers game this weekend. Parking is still 25 bucks for, for the Vipers game. Yeah, but that's you, you're never going to get around that. But if we all, if you all drive together, it costs you five bucks to park. Yeah, but if, like I was, you know, like if I just want to take Amy to a game, it's 100 bucks. It, it's, it, it's just. It's too much. Well, you could let me ride in the back seat, and it would go down to seventy five. Hell, there you go. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's. I, I mean, I get it, but I I'm in love with this league already after I, after two weeks. 
And that's saying this watching multiple multiple teams. Agreed. I don't even have. I mean, I want the Vipers to win. Right now, they're not looking real good. I mean, they they are playing great football, but they're shooting themselves in the foot. Is what right. they're doing. And they've got Flowers at quarterback for, from UC or from USF. Yeah, and I, Aaron Murray, who's which, from Tampa, which is great. Yeah, it, it's the thing I like is that I, I read a couple articles about a couple of guys, and Coney Ely is one of them. And mm-hmm. I, if people who don't remember Coney Ely in Super Bowl Fifty between the Panthers and the and the the Broncos, uh, Peyton's last game, he had three and a half sacks in the Super Bowl. This guy was on fire. Mm-hmm. Just was going to be the next Warren Sapp, as far as I'm concerned. That was a talent that he showed. And he went through a month where I think he lost his brother, he lost his father, and somebody else, and was sister, daughter, I can't remember who it was, and was left to take care of his special needs sister. And his father was taking care of his sister, and he was married. And he went into a monster depression. Like, did, didn't, didn't want to work out, didn't want to do nothing, was with the Panthers. They ended up trading him to the, to the Patriots right. for a second-round pick. He did not even make the roster at, after preseason. And he has been – they said he has literally been doing nothing. And his wife went to him at, at one point. She held the whole family together and said, you've got to do something. You've mm-hmm. got to pull out of this. Right. And then the XFL called him. And he said – I have a second chance. I woke up. I have this light. They stopped playing. The final game is the weekend before the NFL draft. Right. And I think that's by design. Absolutely it is. Because they want these guys to be available to sign with teams to go to OTAs in May. Right. And that's where they're going to get their they're, they're going to be able to sustain themselves. Yeah. So to dive into this a little farther, I was thinking about this when I was watching actually that St. Louis game. Which again, the game of the league so far after you know it's it's only week two, but it was damn good football. I was listening to you know one of the shows still from you know back in Detroit, and they were you know like oh it's it's not good football blah blah blah. But you know we're Lions fan, we haven't seen good football in fucking fifty years. So yeah, dig- how would you know? I digress. <laughs> it's good football. There's good football being played in this. Not every game, not not every team. Um, you know, like you said. Vipers are decent. I mean, they're just making too many damn mistakes. Right. But what happens if this league there's there's two scenarios that I'm gonna throw at you. Scenario number one, we have a strike coming up for the NFL. When when is that gonna happen? Is it this coming off season or is it after next season? It's after this season. So after this season, late summer, I think it's after the draft, right? The collective bargaining agreement. The collective starts. bargaining agreement will have to be in place by Whatever time they say, the the league year starts March eighteenth. I think it is. Okay, whatever it is. <clears throat> Typically, you want it in place by then because that's what sets contracts and all that stuff. Okay, fair enough. So, rewind it back to last year when we were reading articles and reports that teams were letting players know, agents were telling players, start saving your money because this strike if it happens, could be a very ugly one and could be a long one. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's just a scenario. Let's say the strike, worst-case scenario, goes a year or more, and the XFL just starts to blow up, and now these players want to play. What happens if they start going to XFL teams and the XFL realizes that and is still doing, because let's face it, after two weeks, this is on a rocket upward trend. It's popular. People are going. People are paying money to go see it. It expands to more teams, 10 teams, 12 teams, whatever. And now all of a sudden, the popularity of this league goes so good, it starts cr- killing the NFL. 
And let's face it, the greed in the NFL, I think, is going to kill this league within the next 20 years. I literally think Maybe. that. Maybe. Um, Maybe that was actually, and I can't even take credit for that idea. That was Nick that came up with that, and Nick is a NFL guy through and through with the Broncos. He doesn't think there's going to be an, a, a Super Bowl seventy five. I think it was seventy five. Um, what happens if this league blows up and the NFL implodes, and we get an entirely new league, and it's the XFL? Well, I think I think the chances of that happening anytime soon are very slim, to be honest. In in fairness, I did say. Not likely, but plausible. Agreed, agreed. I mean, the two years ago, the collective bargaining agreement was a, a stickier mess than it is now. If you read the articles and listen to, <clears throat> if if you believe what they're saying, right? They they are saying that there's a lot of progress being made. There's a couple of sticking points. You know, the 17 game season, right? Uh, you know, the little stuff. I think everybody involved at this situation, especially after the last one that almost ended up being a strike, Mm -hmm. and then they had the two that were strikes in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I think all of them at this point are smart enough to understand that this is where our bread is buttered. Too much money to be lost. We've got got to at least... Let's put it this way. They're not the Senate and Congress because they're smart enough to understand that they actually have something to lose. That they have to figure this out. Both sides have to figure this out. Now, if, if that happens... With the XFL playing when they play, it will be a literal year before the XFL could capitalize on a strike. True, absolutely. Because they wouldn't be they wouldn't start playing until February. Now, I right. think that if they are successful, I think they stay eight teams two or three years because I don't think they want to outgrow themselves because they also got to make sure that they have the talent pool there. Correct to to maintain. That's why there's you know you can't. Everybody's like, why don't we just put fifty NFL teams in fifty cities? Because there's yeah. not there there's not that, that many. many guys that can play. Yeah, what you're looking at to you're me, you're going to have twelve more Detroit Lions caliber teams. <laughs> is what's going to happen. Oh shit! We, I think we'd rather just press the button and end it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think what you're looking at is you're looking at a very solid Division One quality football program right, right here. Division one football because you don't have guys that are really capable of playing in the NFL as starters. I mean, like we like I said, I think everything in this league is really good except the quarterback play. I think the quarterback plays a little low. It'll get it's better. It's gonna get better. But be, you are right. But it's gonna it's gonna get better. But what the XFL did when they drafted, they said NFL players are off limits. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Vince McMahon Having learned his lesson, and as smart as he is, he's not one of the richest men in the world because he's stupid. Right. He does not want to tangle with the NFL. You can't. Because you'll lose. It's suicide. The USFL proved it. So they did went, the UAFF they won, or whatever it was. Yeah, the AFL. Well, the AAF, Didn't even make it a full season. Well, those guys were paying their players like $500,000 a year. You know what the average salary in the XFL is? No, I do not. 55000 Okay. The, the players that make more money are the quarterbacks and the high-end skill players. Right. But it's... it's Look, everybody's like, oh, only 55000 Jarvis Landry yeah. ain't making $55,000 yeah. a no, year. No, <laughs> he's never going to go play for that because of the arrogance there. But these guys want to play football. And I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. $55,000 is a pretty solid salary in, in this country. Mm-hmm. If you're making $55,000, you're, you're, okay. you're doing okay for yourself. Now, granted, the quarterbacks, because they're, they're few and far between, sure. they're going to make a couple hundred or, or whatnot. But... I don't think he's looking to take them on. So in the draft, when they drafted the XFL players, they did not draft anybody who had ties or had waiver rights on them from any NFL team. Mm -hmm. So for the XFL to pull those guys back, they're going to have to be, I think, probably by an XFL business standard, not under contract or owned by anybody. Oh, It would have to be that way. And if they are 
owned or under contract, could they go play? For, you see what I'm saying? Right. Like if Brady was just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't get to play this year. I want to play one more year. I'm going to go play over here. Could he legally? I don't know. Even Richard was like, mm, that's a good question. I, for I, instance, now granted, he's a head case. Antonio Brown just says a big f you to the to, to the NFL. Obviously, he's probably a bad example because he's a total nut job. He's kissing a lot of but ass. But you right take now, someone but... at that caliber. Yeah. Of a player. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel is the one that keeps coming up. Johnny Manziel. Perfect example. I mean, granted, he didn't have the talent that Antonio Brown does. But Reed. if you have a p- player that's that talented that now hates Roger Goodell so much and hates the league, which there are some players out there that can't stand Roger Goodell. Or they hate the league, but they play it because they love that money. There's some fans that feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, right? A lot of us do. But now... Well, I don't have to go play in Canada. I'll go play in the XFL. I'll go play in Tampa or St. Louis or, um, you know, any one of these L.A. or L.A. Dragons is the team. L.A. is the team that I was thinking of. L.A. is the um, the, the Seattle Dragons. Seattle Dragons. L.A. is the team that I was thinking of that uh, has the dark that look like Barcelona with the dark blue and the the orange or whatever. The one that's gotten that shit kicked up two weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah. Um, Now they have an option. Well, I'll go play there. I agree, you know, but their contracts obviously are going to have to be up because you don't want to get you're not going to get into a court battle and win with the NFL. But players' rights and all that stuff. But now you have players that are complete free agents that don't have to sign with the NFL. Like what? I can go make got decent money playing there. Uh, it's it's an option it's, now. It, it, it it certainly is. And Eli, Eli Rogers is one of them. He played for the Steelers for three years mm-hmm. as probably basically as a starter. And well, now he's Jarvis here. Landry. He was Jar- a starter for, for a period of time for the Steelers. Landry Jones. Landry Jones. I'm sorry. That's I don't right. want to keep saying Tom's. I, I don't know. It's, it's all right. No, you're you're right. And a lot of these guys are guys that that are not elite level NFL players that have Coates been around for was a receiver with the Patriots. Yes. So th- there's a there's a lot of that, and I think I think that they're I, I think it's going to be. The NFL's going to watch. You know they're watching. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're stupid if they're not. A- agreed. Well, <laughs> they're, well they're, they're, yeah. paying, they're paying attention. I think they're idiots if they don't have some type of symbiotic relationship at some point. Major League Baseball, you know what everybody says? Well, the, yeah, the college is your farm system. Uh, okay, so does that mean that Major League Baseball farm teams are garbage? What about what about the division or the D League basketball teams that they have? What about what about all the hockey. minor league hockey teams? Jesus don't, Christ! Yeah, don't give me this shit about how oh college can only be that, that's that's it's, horseshit. It's not because the high percentage of the college players are not NFL caliber. They're not. I'll say this: not pro caliber. Agree. Because the XFL is a pro football league. They're getting paid to play. It's a pro football league. Right. But the only thing that makes it a pro football league is that once you get paid, you can't play college anymore. So they they could legitimately have a farm system, right? For four months a year, like they're going to have. It's funny you should say that, Greg, because I'm going to circle back to my other scenario. Go go for it. So instead of a doomsday scenario, now it's a what if the NFL, like you said, watches and they're like, wait a second, I think we're onto something here because they tried the minor league with the world the, the the world league over in Europe, didn't work, didn't work for very long. Now you've got the XFL, which you could honestly look at and develop as a farm system in a sense where the draft happens and there are more players that don't get drafted than players that do get drafted. For sure. Now they have a place to go try out because if they didn't get drafted, very few of them. We hear about instances that players will go make the practice squad, work their way up, and then they're they're good, and then they're starters. Now you've got a league where these players could take a year, two years, go get better, go get faster, stronger, bigger, whatever it may be, 
and then have that chance to get moved up because, shit, they had a great great two years, a great season. Let's give them a shot. Then they come up and make a team. Let's not even talk about the guys. Let's let, let's let's talk Division One. 131 Division One football teams? I think it's, 100, one, I think it's 155. 155 for, for some Division reason, I want to say it's 150. There's a bunch of them. There's a lot. And they, they're on TV every week. Yep. Right? The, these these guys, they're, they're local, whatever. What about all the guys that play Division Two and Division Three? That's still... That's, that nobody sees. Right. This guy can go try out, make the team. A Division Two player has got to be a fucking stud uh, to go to an NFL team. Quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, North Dakota Carson quarterback. Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Perfect example. The only reason that anybody even knows who he was is because they won like they've won like seven championships in a row, yeah. right? Which is which is solid. But it, in a, in a normal world, he's he he is legitimately the exception to the rule. Correct. How many guys play Division Two football that are really good that don't get a shot because they were Division Two? Well, if you were really good, you'd have played Division One. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe he not didn't always have, the case. Maybe he didn't have the money to go to LSU. Maybe his maybe he had to stay home and take care of. There's so many. There they these guys can now go try out and get a chance to make a team. And even because it's not NFL level, you could have 16 teams right. of the XFL. I think that I think sixteen is a very legitimate number. I, do too. I, I really do. I do too. And if you have sixteen teams, you can put them all over the place. You don't have to be in mega markets. No. Because the other teams can support you know, it's it's the theory that of that's supposed to happen in baseball that gets pissed on every year uh, by baseball. If you've got a team in I don't know, pick a, a small a small market, you know, fucking Kansas City or something. Right. Right? Not a good example, but you, they are going to go play. Maybe they only get you know eighteen thousand people a game, but when they go play in Chicago, there could be forty thousand people, For and God's they can sakes, they can support each can other. Can we get a pro team in Oklahoma? No, a state you that have one. Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> a, well, that that that's my point. That is a football. That is a state that lives, breathes, and dies football, and they don't have a pro team. The Midwest, You're telling me you can't sell out an NFL team in Oklahoma? I, of course you could. Of course you could. Now in Kansas City, you take. The XFL, and you put an Oklahoma team, I, I think that'd be huge. Yeah, and people would go; they would flock to those games. I was really, I was really surprised by the cities that the XFL picked. And I was, of too. course, of course, New York, of course, LA. You have right. to, you have I get to. It. But then Dallas and Houston, eh? big um, markets, yeah, TV, s- s- but so close together. I know. Uh, maybe, maybe the travel, Seattle, so far away, and then Tampa. And I'm 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 blanking on the other one. The dream scenario: Detroit gets a team and they win the championship in their first year. Yes. And everyone just forgets about the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> and we jump ship and we have another team to watch. Jump ship. But it, it's uh, I I just think that scenario to me is more likely that it grows and it booms into something that just helps the NFL thrive and gives the players another more feasible way to get to the NFL. And not that's, only that, that's what I see. And not only that, on the other upside to this, which you'll appreciate more, it's just going to benefit the officiating because then they're going to get more reps and more practice and more time to do this rather than just the 16 games a year plus playoffs and the Super Bowl, obviously. But, and let's face it, the NFL's got an officiating problem, and a lot of it's the way they make their own rules. But more reps is never going to make anybody worse. And I think if the oh, refs ever. have another season to do this, then you get into full-time referees that's only going to make your league stronger. Having having watched some of these games, 
I'm very happy with the officiating. Completely. Which is really odd. It's night and day to me. Oh, night and day. They when they have a review, they 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 let you listen to the review guy. Transparency. So you, un, it, well, that's that's it. The transparency. transparency. They've I've literally there was one the other day. It was a Vipers game. The guy caught the ball. He dove. He caught the ball with his hands. The his ball his hands and the ball hit the ground because he was diving. And then his body, he rolled onto his shoulder, and as he did that, the ball kind of bounced around a little bit, but he never really lost it, mm-hmm. and they reviewed it. And the, they, they're listening to the, the replay official going, you know what? He said, I don't see enough here to overturn it. It's transparent. He, Do I think it was a 100% legitimate catch? No, he told the official, but I don't have enough right here that I can say overturn. Problem solved. So the official says straight up, so we're going with the call stands. Yes, the call stands. And What it, more can you ask for? Nothing. Nothing. It, it, you know the other thing that I've noticed? What's that? Every game I've seen a female official. Oh, every game. Every game there's a female official. And and you know what? I'm I, I'm not jumping up and down saying women deserve more or whatever, but good for them. I don't care if you're a woman, man, trans, whatever. If you're an official that can get the right call in, you deserve the job. And, I, and I'll, I, I'll say I that to the day. I, I don't care who you are or where you're from or whatever. It, it If you can do the job right, you deserve the job. Yeah, I agree. I like I like that they have one official that spots the ball, too. I think as that's the guy, genius too. As the guy that spots the ball, that's what I am. I'm a, I'm a I'm an umpire. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much I don't see because Absolutely. I'm worried about trying to find the ball? I'm looking over here. I'm looking at him. He has one job. That's all. And all he does. That's spot it. Spot the ball. And, and it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. These guys. I'm telling you, I'm gonna have to start watching wrestling just because this is so. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to start watching. Oh, wrestling because no, it is that good. I actually have AEW recorded. Nice so I'm, job. I'm gonna start watching it. I just need some fucking time. It's really good. So yeah, I I mean I think we're both in agreement. The XFL is fantastic so far. It, it's it's the future looks very bright for this league, and it ain't going anywhere for three years. I yeah, because the TV contracts are in place, and you know what? Genius they keep, move. They keep putting thirty thousand people in the stands, and I have not seen the ratings from this week. If they keep the ratings up, they're, they're going to give them because what else? What else are you going to watch right now? I mean, nothing. Ba- basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Right. <laughs> Well, we won't. We would watch no. hockey. I mean, but, but even so, there's not a lot of hockey on a Sunday at one o'clock. No, there's not. There, there was yesterday. The, yeah, it was kind of a special hockey day. Thanks for picking Detroit to be part of that day, you dumbasses. Um, but you're right. Playoff hockey is coming up, but that's at, during the night. That, that's during playoff, the evening. During the hockey, week. The, this league will be over by the time playoff hockey starts. Yeah, you're right. Because I think the draft is the last weekend in April, and mm-hmm. I think playoff hockey typically starts middle of April. Something, yeah. Beginning of May. It it's uh, mid April. Yeah, mid Aprilish. So yeah, you're right. But yeah, it looks good. I'm enjoying it. And if you're not watching it, and you're a football fan, you should start. Give it a whirl. Start watching it. Yeah, give it a whirl. Enjoy it. And they're going to start having some prime time games too. I think right Thursday nights. I mean, just. I think they have Saturday night games too, don't they? Two o'clock and five o'clock. So far, I have to look at the schedule farther out. But I yes, think, I think they have some prime time Saturday night games. There are some Thursday games coming too. So I'm really excited for that. Cool. Really excited for that. You want to take a break? Yeah, that's uh come back with some movie news and then uh got a little something for the ladies. Oh shit. <laughs> Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. 
your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies, one movie per day every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three to five minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to the daily podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Movie Punch and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash One Movie Punch. We'll see you there. Okay. Yep. That was our break. Yep. Super happy about it. Got my water. I'm ready to go. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So have you seen the video online that has literally divided the nation about the gentleman and the woman on the airplane? Yes. With the reclining seats. Yes. You've seen it. Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this, I'm going to post it. We are going to post this. This is fucking bonkers. Do you want to? Do you want my opinion on it first, or do I you want to do yours? I first? want your opinion. They're both assholes. You think so? I think so. Okay. I think it's fair. I think it's a fifty-fifty split. But if you know what, I'm going to say sixty-forty, and that's just based on the on the video that we saw. We we'll never get the whole picture. I'm going to give you the whole picture. Okay. Because our friend Sarah, our friend Sarah, did the research and found out the whole story. Okay, and based on her profile picture, I believe everything that she says. She's a goddamn genius. Because I'm terrified of her, <laughs> but I still want to meet her. You're going. We gotta to, have her one. We gotta have to. her well, one week. We have um, we have our one year anniversary coming up here this year. It's in like three weeks for the show. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? March seventh, I think. Oh, week 52. Yeah. Oh, this is, shit. This is 48, and we had two weeks where we didn't do an episode. Oh, my God. So we're we just so you know, out. we're going to be having an extravaganza on a Saturday. We have to do something. And i got to start setting that up. Yes. So I, Sarah's going to yes. be a part of it. All right, sweet. So anyway, the video, basically, the guy is in the back seat, and I'm safe to say that everybody's listening has flown. In the very back seat, you don't get to recline. The seat in front of you reclines. So this lady is reclined all the way back. Which is not comfortable for the guy. The guys listen. The ladies listening to headphones. And the guys just punching the seat rapidly. I, I, I mean, it's 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 almost unfair for me to say this, not knowing what the whole scenario was. But just on the cover of it, he should have said, "Look, ma'am, this is really uncomfortable. Can you just scoot up a little bit? It's not like those seats recline far. Just a little, or at least ask to move to a different seat. I get it. It's not comfortable. That's the seat you bought. That's what you're stuck with. I get it. If the plane's full." You're on your own. Me personally, if I'm in her seat, I scoot up. I'm not going to be a dick. There's just there's no way. Everybody's not comfortable to begin with. There's no need to to be an asshole. That's what it appears that she's doing. But he's being a petulant child by kicking the seat, punching the seat. Anyway, I think they're both at fault to a to an extent. That's just how I see it. Okay. That's and who's to say that he didn't ask her politely? Hey, can you please scoot forward? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. All right. That being said, now tell me the scenario. He told her to lean her seat forward so he could eat his meal, and she did. Okay. Then he got pissed off after the meal when he was done. She leaned back a little bit. He got pissed off at her. She talked to a stewardess about Uh how he was berating her. Right. They gave him a free drink. Okay. And then, then they... Basically, did that whole wrote her up as like you're causing an issue on the flight, and told her, her? yeah, 
told her that it was illegal for her to film on board of, of an airplane when she was filming that, and it's not. It's no, not it's illegal. Absolutely not. Okay. This is how I see it. I'm I'm a bigger guy. Right. Okay. I just flew to Vegas. I flew from Tampa to Charlotte, Charlotte to Vegas, mm-hmm. Vegas to Charlotte, Charlotte to Tampa. Never once did the person in front of me when they were leaned back make me so uncomfortable that I couldn't function. Right. Is it tighter? Yes. A little bit. If you're trying to get up and get out and you're on the inside row, sure. It's a little difficult. It can be, yes. Can be, right? Now, when you sit in the seat that he's in, you pay less because mm-hmm. it doesn't recline. And when you sit in the exit seats with the bigger seats, you pay more yes. because you have more room. Which I have done. Okay. <gasps> that legroom is amazing. I have a problem with somebody making a decision and then deciding that their decision is going to affect how you're going to react. She didn't sit in that seat because she wanted to be able to recline. If they reclined so much that you were uncomfortable, they wouldn't make them recline. Right. On the other hand, I don't really feel like reclining in those seats does much for you anyway. I don't want to be a dick, but I will say this. If that motherfucker had been doing that to Susan, he'd have gotten one warning. Right. Because that is assault. It doesn't matter that he was punching her through a seat. He was punching her. I think that when you do something like that for somebody so that he can eat his meal and then he still busts your balls, I think he's just a child. I wasn't there. Right. But... Now, again... My feeling is just based off the surface of what I see. Uh, and, and unfortunately, that's what everything is now. You only Correct. see that surface. But to me, that what he did is no different than somebody driving in the right lane, driving the speed limit. Motherfuckers. You, you being, no, no, not the left lane, the right, right lane. Being in the right lane, the slow lane, mm-hmm. driving the speed limit, you wanting to go faster, you're behinding them, and you get pissed off at them because they're only doing the speed limit. Right. They're doing what they're supposed to do. I get it. I, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that somebody didn't say something once he started punching the seat. Because I would have. I'd have thrown a fucking drink on him or something. It's, I'd, I'd have fucked him up. It's just unfortunate that people just can't be nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like and you know. Guy, hey, hey, cool. I'll lean forward. The guy a was bit. not that fat. He wasn't huge. It no. wasn't like he that had that much room. I just think he was being a baby. Yep. I, I really. I do. agree. I, and, I completely and, agree. And, and those seats, when they slide back, the chair, the, the tray doesn't go back. The chair, the, the tray still slides forward. It doesn't. It's not like you're. It's. I just man, I we'll post it. You guys can watch it. Um, I'll post the link that Sarah found with the article. Right. I can't believe my biggest problem, my biggest issue with it is that the airlines have turned into Nazis. They think they can tell you everything that you can do on an airplane. Like mm-hmm. when they tell you, oh, you can't use uh, cell phones because they interfere with the avionics of the plane. False. No, they don't. Watch MythBusters. Yeah, they, w- w- they, they watch, crushed it. Watch the guy that used to do avionics and well, airplanes that for too. a living. You know what I mean? I mean, if you really want to get credible, right? They just <laughs> want they just want you to be focused, right? Because most problems happen at takeoff and landing. They need you to listen and respond when they tell you to do something. And if you've got your face in your phone, you're not going to. It's a legit. But tell me that. I have, Don't fucking lie to me. In all the times that I've flown, I'm always listening to music on takeoff and landing. Yeah, me it too. It just distracts me. It's re- I, I just try and stay relaxed. I still get a little nervous on takeoff because I know you got that 180-second rule. So I listen to music, and I take my mind off of it, but I've never crashed a plane listening to anything. Me either. So, I, see, I don't like to fly. I, see, I, I, I actually enjoy it. I still get a little nervous on takeoff, and right about when we're ready to hit the runway for landing, I... I Pucker up my butthole a little bit. As the guy that worked on airplanes for 15 years, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't like to fly. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's re- Once you're up and you're cruising altitude, I, I think it's relaxing as hell. I love look, I love having be. a window seat like a little kid. I love seeing the clouds and the, oh. the sky and stuff like that. It, it, it doesn't bother me at all. We were having this discussion with Sarah yesterday. Mm-hmm. Susan has actually been on a plane. Tell me how you feel about this, where she was on the window seat. 
somebody reached across her lap to close the window. Oh, I'd bite it. I'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Right? Bitch. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I've, obviously, I've, I've never been that person, but I, I enjoy having a window seat. Um, you know, if I'm going to sleep, I'll, I'll, I'll close it. That's the best place to sleep is the window. Because you can lean up against exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be that guy just to lean on someone's shoulder. Like, hey, you don't mind, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a little nap. <laughs> the, now, the last, the last flight where we went to Vegas, uh, uh, Jacob went with us, so we had uh, the whole row. Right. So, of course, we weren't going to have any issues. Right. But it's easy when Susan's with next to me because we can just put the arm up and I can just sneak over to her a little bit and then mm-hmm. we just kind of lean sure. on each other. It makes it nicer. We don't have that luxury when you're flying by yourself. You do not. Yeah. Window seat and, is the best. And hopefully, hopefully you don't get you know somebody that needs three seats sitting right. next to you, which makes it really tough. But I, I saw this and I was, I was like, this is cut and dried. And then come to find out that literally the internet's like 50-50 over this video. I'm like, what the fuck? Because like you said, we don't have the whole story. The whole story changes everything. It does. But, it really does. But even even then, I don't understand how anybody can say I don't know how any anybody can say you're not allowed to say anything. You can't say anything mean about anybody. You can't make fun of anybody's race. You can't make fun of their religion. You can't make fun of their sexuality. But you're allowed to punch them through a seat. Uh, Is that justifiable? Yeah, because the internet's stupid, Greg. People are just dumb. Well, you know what? Abraham Lincoln said it. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. I know he did, and we I think we covered that in our <laughs> our historical quotes episode. Yeah, you, any, you. you want to do movie news real quick, and I then got, we'll, we'll go into my last one. I got movie news. Love it. Um, just a couple things that kind of stood out for me the week. Uh, the Stranger Things tease, a little video tease, like a minute teaser for the new season. I saw that. Which we all had the feeling that Hooper's alive, and he is, and he's in Russia. Um, it was a cool little tease, obviously just confirming what we all knew. But I, you know, this show is what it is. It's popular. People watch it. I gotta watch it. We're clamoring for the new season. I gotta watch it. It's 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 nothing. It literally, I just described it. It's all you see. You see like a prison yard and a Russian. No, I mean camp. I gotta watch the show. Oh, you haven't watched I the still show. I haven't watched the show yet. You need to bump that up to the top of your list. I agreed. Um, it's short. Like the seasons are short, eight episodes, ten episodes, I think. Um, it's just a great series. Halloween is a perfect time for the series to come out. Um, but you'll you'll see it. Um. It's. I mean, if you haven't seen the series by now, there's some things that are going to get spoiled for you if they haven't already. But Hooper's an awesome character. Yeah, I literally, I literally don't know anything about the show. To be honest, not nothing. Awesome, because you will enjoy it that much more going in. The only one, only thing I know about it, and I didn't get the joke the first time we saw Deadpool two, was because he was making fun of the girl. Oh yeah, and he 11. calls her. He calls her eleven. I'm like, yeah. Fuck? And Susan tells me, oh, that's. I'm like, did you watch the show? She's like, no, I just know everything about it. I'm like, all right then. Moving yeah. on. All right. <laughs> um, I think I sent this to you and Richard, too, the reveal for the Batman costume. Yep. Test footage. I, I still am not convinced that's the final product. Probably but not. It was just a little 30 or 40 second video kind of revealing with this cool red background, the Batman costume with Pattinson in it. Your thought? Dude's got the jaw. I can tell you that much. He's got the jawline. Um, I think it looks a lot like the Arkham games costume okay obviously not as beefy because Pat- pattinson's i mean no human being is as jacked up as the batman in the arkham games but right. it's got that techie look which i liked um the the it's super dark it's you know it's got the it almost looked like daredevil at first but i mean it, it's 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 batman dude i mean we're, we're gonna like it they it didn't look like they took any liberties not a single sparkle inside either no he was not twinkling so i that's i, a good I thing. agree with you the the jawline was there mm-hmm. I, I think he looks good in a suit i completely I think the do suit looks good i agree but again richard was the one who brought it up the first time i need to see what he looks like as bruce wayne 
Because yeah, anybody and, can be in the suit. And let's face it, he's a handsome guy. He's going to pull off Bruce Wayne. He, he's going to be in a suit. He's going to look badass. It's. I think this is also we keep judging. We keep judging because we say, I mean, we talk about Bruce Wayne. We want the grizzled. We want the 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 war weary, the tortured. I'd, I'm curious to see where we are in Batman and Bruce Wayne's timeline. I can tell you. With this. Year one. He has completed one year of Batman at the timeline of this movie. He's okay. been Batman for one Which year. Which is what we talked about. That's why there's so many villains in this, because it's the beginning of Gotham as well, we know it. Well, not only that, and I had said this, I think I told this to you guys, This, and I did read that Reeves had said... Allegedly, because it's never obviously nothing's ever confirmed. This movie will take play will take from the storyline of the comic book, The Long Halloween, and it makes a lot of sense because I bought it and I started reading it, and I'm about halfway through it. And it's one of those really big, like it's a it's like 300 some pages. A serial killer is on the loose, killing people, and it is Batman is trying to figure out what's Hello. going on. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> um, it, it's it's trying to tell the story of a serial killer in Gotham. Well, of course, Batman is suspecting all of these different villains, so that's how they're tied in. This makes perfect sense compared to the book that I'm reading. It does. And if it is, this is going to be really good because this is probably one of the best Batman stories that I've ever read. It's okay. it's that good. Um, but overall, I mean, he he's gonna he's gonna look the part. I'm just curious how he's going to act the part because I honestly in fairness I can't judge him just based on Twilight cuz he was basically a, a young new guy yeah. when he was doing this. Yeah, he, he got paid. He's he got a, a lot he's got a lot of other I hate I I know Susan hates this term artsy projects. Art art house films like yeah. small indie type films where he's apparently really really good in. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of credit for his acting chops which but I don't know because I haven't watched any of those. I'm not going to say in any way whatsoever that I'm not looking forward to this movie. Uh, I really am. I'm curious to see how, gonna, how they're going to do this. We're going to see it. Yeah, of course we're going to yeah, see you it. Yeah, you don't even need to show me a, a trailer at this point. You I just, mean, just, just tell yeah. me when it starts and we'll be there. The one thing about the little thing that, the little video that I loved, if it's true, is that the bat symbol on the suit is the gun broken apart that killed his parents. Again, was from the comics. Yes, it was. Awesome. I, that would be cool. I, I love it. So because there's definitely something on that suit. There's something in there. It's in again. This looks very Arkham Asylum it's type. The launch codes. The, the game. It's the launch codes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the secrets to Hillary's hard drive. What? Um, he's Batman. He can figure that shit out. For, true. Um, so yeah, that was the video. I, we were all impressed with it or happy with it. I guess I didn't really see anybody who was like, "Oh, this looks like." I mean, there were some Twitter trolls out there, of course, that were shitting on it, but that's all they do. You know, it's tough to be happy in your mom's basement. Right. Um, sticking with that, this isn't really movie news, but it's something I read that was really cool. DC has a Batman run coming out in May that'll start with number why it starts with ninety five. I don't know, but it's being billed as the final battle between Batman and Joker. That caught my attention, okay, big time. Nice. So that'll start coming out in May in comic book form. If there's people that still read comics, like. I do, which Richard got me going on, which I haven't looked back since. Okay. Technically, Hogarth really did Yeah, back in Lockheed, but um, all the stories and stuff Richard has told me. I've read a lot more comics lately, which which is good. Looking forward to that. And then the last two things. One is I got the first look at Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy in the new Venom movie. 
that they posted a picture of him today. Okay. You remember what he looked like at the end of Venom, right? Have you seen Venom? I have not seen Venom yet. Okay. It's, well, on, the, it's on my list. It's one of the end credits. It's an end credit scene. He's got like this big curly fro, blood red hair. Okay. But it's all neat and short in this picture. He looks more like a like an escaped convict with a Hawaiian shirt on that with that blood red dark hair. So it's um it's just a picture, but again, it, it looked cool. And Tom Hardy posted it, so you know he's clearly in love with the Venom character, so he's excited about the movie too. Right. And the last one I wanted to get your thoughts on. The Eternals movie's coming out in November. It's the next, um, not the next, but it's a Marvel movie coming out this year. New characters, new movie, and everything. But now they are gleefully advertising that it's going to feature the first gay kiss in Marvel in the MCU between two guys. Thoughts? Okay. I, I, I mean, sure, don't for lack of a better term, don't shove it down my throat. I, I don't care. I mean, it's, I, I'm not by all, by any means looking forward to it. Like, it's not something that like, oh boy, this is going to make it a great movie. I just wish that shit would stay out of comics. And when I say shit, I mean the politically correct, trying to be all inclusive. And I, I, I know that sounds cold, but comics were was that one area that we didn't have to worry about making everybody feel great and warm and welcome. It just... The characters are who they are. Whatever it works, like if if that's that big of a deal to you, go watch Brokeback Mountain. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have gay characters. It's it's gonna happen. It's just the world we live in now. But I, I think my only problem that I have with it is if it if it's a source material, it's canon. It's not. Then they changed it. Then okay, but we don't have. I don't know why we have to change it to make people happy. Because everybody gets what they want now, I guess. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be upset with it either way. I, I guess I don't. My, my thing is, is that I don't remember a whole lot of kisses in Marvel movies. Period. There's not. Off the top of my head, it's when Natasha kissed Steve on the escalator just to hide from the bad guy. I mean, in Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm right, I, I, I mean, maybe Tony when Tony Pepper. and Pepper. Um, it's it's a comic book movie. What? Why do we have to have a big, you know, what for about? Oh, great, we're going to introduce gay characters. You know, that's cool and all, but you're you're changing source source material characters to to fit a certain group of people, and I hate that. Right. Make your own characters. Create new characters, and I'm fine with that. Like, make create new stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just I just I don't get it. But it is what it is. It's going to happen. whoop de doo Great. Do we know which two characters it'll be? Two guys. So it's pee break. Two guys in a cup? Yeah. <laughs> two guys. <laughs> no. <Gross. laughs> no. There goes your PG rating. I mean, I don't know. And maybe that's just me being shallow because it's two guys. Because if it was Captain Marvel and Natasha, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to not gonna look away. <laughs> yeah. But it, it just doesn't, to me, it just doesn't fit a comic book movie. Make your other art house movies and, and do all. I, I just, it just doesn't feel like a Marvel movie if you're going to start pushing agendas on us. Yeah. I, Marvel I, yeah. and DC was a place we could go to get away from that shit. Give, give me my characters that I know. And I don't know that much about the Eternals, but I did do some research and it's not canon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they're. I, Create new shit. They're trying to put. I I think they're not trying to force it down your throat. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to 
be able to say, look, you know, we we are open, we we're okay with it, you're accepted. Maybe they're trying to make it so that people that wouldn't necessarily have um, an interest in a comic book movie maybe now will. I, I mean, I I don't know. I, Whatever. It, it it could be it. it it, that's that's it right there. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to go oh, okay, and you know, and probably just move right well, on. Like you said, we're still going to see it, but I just I just hate that now that stuff has invaded comic book movies, and it was the one place we could always go to get away from political correctness and all that stuff. Because I mean, whatever, it's it is yeah. what it is. So yeah, that happened. That <laughs> happened. <laughs> I guess I'll end my movie news on a down note. No, you don't have to, because we can talk about Birds of Prey. We could. Yeah, well, let's end it on a good note. I loved it. I thought I went it was... and saw it last Thursday opening night. We saw it. We saw it Valentine's night, and um, I tweeted this weekend that it is, in my opinion, it's the best non-Batman DC movie they've made. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, you know, some oh, over Wonder Woman. Yeah, over Wonder Woman. Completely um, agree. I think the last twenty minutes of Wonder Woman is what I, I, it was still good. I mean, Colby said it. He said the CGI shit show that I called it was not the best but it wasn't enough to ruin the movie. I agree with him, but I saw I saw no no wasted anything in Birds of Prey. Nothing. The script was good, the action was good, the characters were good, the acting was good, the special effects were good. The the it was just the everything in it was well done. And the fight scenes were solid. They were sweet. Impressive. And you know what? I didn't see a whole lot of bullshit CGI. I, it was. It was. And and even, how real did that hyena look? Yes, really good. Named Bruce after Named the Bruce cute after, rich guy. After the cute rich guy. Yeah. The, there's even one scene. I'm not going to ruin it. Um, where you're like, you can ruin it because apparently people aren't going to see it, which is a crime. Yeah, guys, you should go. You this is a, this is a scene in the in the theater movie. Looking at um, you, Richard. It's it's doing pretty good. It's not doing what they thought. It's doing better overseas, which is a shame. I think what's going to happen is this isn't going to break records as how much it makes as and how fast. But I think it's going to have some staying power. It's going to. I think I'll just call it the Anchorman. It's not going to do well at the movies, but when it comes out on digital, people are going to watch it at home instead of going to the theater to see it. And all of a sudden, this movie is going to get more popular. I think it pulls a Galaxy Quest. I think it starts off slow, really, and, and builds. I do, I do. I mean, I, I'm trying. I was trying to do. The, the box office for this week, um, and I can't because today, being a holiday, they counted in the box office Sorry. weekend. So I can't get the overall. It looks like Sonic the Hedgehog is winning every day. Every day. But Sonic the Hedgehog is winning every day because it's a holiday week in most of the country, and kids are off. So and people we all played them. Sonic the Hedgehog. And we all played Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. I think that Birds of Prey won the weekend last week. It might not win the weekend again, but I think it's going to stay in the top five for a month or they so. They advertised it last week as the number one movie in the world. So Yeah. It's, 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 it has that ability. Why people aren't going to see it, I don't know. But there's there's a part that you would be... I'll tell you why. Because of DC's reputation. Fair enough. And that's all. And and that's... To fair, me, it's, 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 it's sad that that's what they're basing that I on. I also think there's nothing in this that's a big draw for comic book people. There's no Joker. Uh, the, you know, the Black Mask isn't a big-time character, bad guy. Should be. Um, he should be. It's, it's, it's going to... I think it's going to do, uh, you know, three, 350 million, 400 million. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to have a, a good run. I'm the guy that you always make fun of. Why don't you just let it go? There was the once. There was one scene, and in a, it was. I'm not. It won't ruin anything. The roller skates. Yeah. There was, oh, yeah. Had, I, I had, know. I know exactly had, what you're going to no, say. She had time for a shoe change. They acknowledged that it was garbage. 
meaning tongue in cheek, they're like, yeah, we know this shouldn't be going down, but it's going to go down anyway because it's going to be fun. And you're going to like it. Totally okay with it. Yep. It's totally, totally okay with it. Because, again, like you said, it's a comic book movie. It's skate. a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. They set it up in the beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, they did. I know. But Which was a smart move. Very You're smart. Like, oh, all right. There was nothing in this Makes movie. Sense. There was nothing in this movie that I can poo-poo. There, there was nothing in this movie that I can say that's garbage. It was a lot of fun. It was it was a comic book movie. You, you suspend the disbelief going into it. They stayed within the rules mm-hmm. as far as I was concerned. And yep. it was it was really it was really fun. It was really well done. She kills it as Harley. Uh, I think she's as good as Harley as Ryan Reynolds is as Deadpool. Yeah. Like, like that's she her was, character. She was really good at, at it. Like, the, there should be no recasting at any point. Until, I don't care if she's 70 years old. She stays Harley. Yeah. She's that just good. CGI her face on her. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's yeah, roll. Just, just young her down. That's fine. Yeah. It's worth seeing. So on on that on that movie note, we'll take we'll go into my when next row. We kind of had this discussion on the on the tweet uh, uh, text the other day. Mm-hmm. I saw Rambo Last Blood. Yes. After and me talking about it for a week straight, yeah, uh, I liked it. It was it was fun. Uh, it it's not it's not for everybody. It's very violent. It's for Rambo fans. It, it is. It is. Uh, it's very violent. I had no problem with the story. I had no problem. Uh, again, like I told you, I thought the ending was a little cheesy, but I, I'm gonna let it go because that was the point they were trying to make. Mm-hmm. I said to you. And if you guys haven't seen Last Blood and you like Rambo, you should watch it. It's, it's absolutely. It, it was it was it was good. It was a fun movie. You will you will cry. It'll catch you by surprise too. <laughs> yep. Um, I said, what is it about? And we're gonna I'm gonna lump them together. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, our guys. Yeah. What is it about the, them that make those good movies? Because they're not good movies. The acting isn't over the top. The writing isn't fantastic. It's just a 90-minute slugfest, for lack of a better word. And yet, those guys have what, in my opinion, are the, some of the most iconic movies of our lifetime. Now, I'm going to take a couple of the Rockies and throw them out. Because Rocky was nominated, it did win Best Picture. Uh, he got nominated for Best Actor. Rocky's a good movie. Different kind of movie. Different kind of movie. Right. But when we start talking about Cobra... Cliffhanger, oh, uh, Predator, terrified me as a young yeah, guy. Oh, right, the bad guy. Right, he was fucking. Mm. Oh, it was, and that was the first one of those that the actually got pretty bloody. Scene. Yes, the hospital scene. Yeah, what is it, Van Dam? Van Dam cannot act. Zero. I don't care what anybody says. Nope. And yet, Bloodsport, I I'll watch it on a fucking loop. Kumite, bitch. Dupe, double. Uh, what was it? Hard, hard target. Double, double target. Double whatever. Some of these, what makes these movies so good to us, honestly, is what is what I'm asking you. I think it's because it caught us at the right age, that testosterone filled. Like, I want, I wish I could be a badass like that and just beat all the bad guys up. Um, honestly, staying power. Look at the category of movies that these guys have. You you take Schwarzenegger. Uh, honestly, it's it's a toss up between Schwarzenegger and Stallone because the movies that these guys have had, career makers. Oh yeah, Predator, um, Commando, uh, Raw Deal. It's I mean, these are all for all intents and purposes kind of Red Heat with James Belushi. Yes, they're all intents and purposes kind of the same same movies in in essence, but we loved them. Yeah, the staying power. They, they're just stuff that we love to see. There's no nonsense. There's no and I always say it because it's it's a it's a good term. These movies make no apologies for what they are, and they shouldn't. Well, 
the, the the newer ones don't like the Expendables knows what it is and 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 takes it fully on the chest for it. To me, if you take all of the movies we grew up with with the eighties and the nineties. The Expendables is the crown jewel of everything. It's our modern day Avengers. It was the Avengers before the Avengers. It was. It was. Because there was all of our guys, all of our guy movie heroes with their same cheesy lines. The I'll be back in the Expendables franchise is done so awesomely bad. Yeah. But it's amazing. You're looking, you're watching this going, this is total garbage. Can I watch it again, please? When he (laughs) says, I'll be back, and Bruce Willis says, You've been back enough. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's and awesome. It, I, I agree. I, it's hysterical. Expendables one, two, and three, and four is coming, and I will be there opening night because I love that franchise because I loved all of those movies growing up, Rambo included. I saw Rambo, um, First Blood Part Two, in a drive-in as a kid with my cousins, and I was like, I can't believe I'm being allowed to watch this, but this is amazing. When he blew that guy up with the bow and arrow and the waterfall. You literally jumped out of the car. It was the greatest thing I've ever yeah, seen. it was amazing. My cousins and I were like, oh my God, did you see that? Oh. We just, we stopped. We that talked shit about, could happen. We talked about that for a week. <laughs> that one scene. But, you know, every time, don't think for a second. Every time I sit here with this mic stand, I don't think, Murdoch, I'm no, coming for you. <laughs> it's awesome. And it sticks in our head for the rest of our life. So when you see these guys and you see Rambo specifically in another movie, in the way this movie was done with a, I, I know it's funny, but a legitimate story, he's a family guy now. He's raising a young girl. He's got a Mexican, um, not family member, but like a nanny type character that cares for him and cares for her. And she looks after him to make sure he's doing okay. And it's it's a family oriented type movie based on the storyline. That just spirals out of control so bad that you just like, and I said it when I was talking to you, every bad guy that gets his in this movie, you want bad. Like, oh, you, yeah. you have a taste for blood in this movie because the bad guys are so bad. You want them to die, and you want them to die numerous times yeah, because you, you, they're so bad. You, I was, I'm sitting there going, geez, that's, I wish the, the final scenes was a little, little longer. Right? <laughs> and the villains in this movie are vile. Oh, and that's are. the best way to describe they, it. They are. They're they're very bad. And for that, I think this I put this right up there with First Blood is the best Rambo movie because it's it totally caught me off guard. We talked about that. I I I, I gotta go first blood. Is 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 without a doubt. Is is because it was just a, a groundbreaker to me. It was just such it, it as a kid, you're like, wow, wow. I have always loved Rambo. Absolutely. I don't know why. There's just something about it. I probably would put the three of them in the Even same. Even the most recent one where he's on the river as a guide, taking him up the river. I mean, yeah, it wasn't great, but it gave you everything you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Just you, you, stop fucking with this guy. Yeah, that was the one that went that when they turned violent, like super bloody. Dude, that one was when rough. When he turned the 50 cal around in the Jeep uh-huh. and shot the people in the back seat. Yeah. They, they exploded. Exploded. Yeah, that was the but they and he and they did go super violent. They did. This, but not not gory. It wasn't like it wasn't like um a saw movie. I mean, the Dude. way some of these guys died, they was rough, but it wasn't like it was trying to make you vomit. I was watching this movie on the couch. I was by myself. Amy was out doing whatever. And what unfolds in this movie, you just develop this bloodlust for these bad guys. And when it happens, it's so satisfying. I went and got my gun. Right, I went, I went and got it. I'm right? like, I'm going to use this motherfucker. Someone's going to get it. I'm going to have to buy a new TV because I'm shooting it's, something. <laughs> I, I'm. T- it's. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say enough good things about it because it was just not what I expected. 
I mean, obviously you expected bad guys to get theirs, and just for God's sakes, leave this guy alone. Yeah, I expected it to go down a little bit different once I realized. I mean, I, 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 knew, I knew the basic premise of it, but it was big twist in this movie that I didn't see coming I, either. I was like, no way that this. And is I'm not even going right to spoil now. it yeah, because like, it's like, it, it it would spoil the movie if you know what I'm talking. This about. This is a definite rental, guys. If you if you 100%. like ac- if you like action movies, this movie underperformed at the box office, and I I understand why. But this is, I mean, it's a, it's only ninety something minutes long. It's not like you can be mad at us for wasting your entire Saturday. It's an old school action movie. Yeah, watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Agreed. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Just cut it out. So, um, top five list, I think. <sighs> it's time, Greg. It's time. Um, so we, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Wanted to do a little something, you know, for the ladies. So we decided that we were going to come up with some Valentine's Day poems. Don't we do enough for the ladies, Mike? We don't. We don't? I think we should do more. <laughs> you're just, you're and that, just kissing up to Amy. And after this list, I think we should do a lot more. Oh. So, Greg, I got some poems. I, I, I got some poems, too. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> so, to set the mood. <laughs> but my body. So, what we're going to do is we're going to bring up. Earth. We're going to trade some poems. I have six. I only have I only have five. You have five. Okay, uh, but I mean, but you, if you, you can go first, put it this way: I, I had five, and then something just hit me. I'm like, I've uh, I can't leave that off. What's the movie? Um, I think it's Big, uh, not Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds. Wait, listen. Right? Oh, I'm. <laughs> I'm in the poem reading mood now. Uh, <laughs> um. I, I, I approach this as if I was Mr. Deeds. You know how he wrote uh, yeah. uh, greeting cards? Yep. Minor greeting cards. All right. Like Valentine's Day cards. So that's pretty much what it is. So go for it. All right, Greg. Here we go. <laughs> I'm doing my best to try and not, to not just lose it. All right. Friday is Valentine's Day. And like Santa, comes once a year. Thank God I'm not either of them. God damn, that was your first one? Yep. Wow. Coming out of the box swinging. Wow. All right. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep a straight face with these. All right. It's a warm summer day sitting under the willow. But you know what's better than that? Your face in my pillow. I'm going. I'm going to hell, bro. <laughs> well done. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. I know I am. <laughs> Women are great. Women are sexy, and watch crime show for hours. But my wife is awesome because she would rather me not by not by. Oh wait, I fucked that up. Women are great, women are sexy, and watch crime show for hours. But my wife is awesome because she would rather me buy steaks than waste money on flowers. Nice. Yeah. That's, see, that's a, that's a good, that's a nice one. One of the qualities of my wife that I cannot overstate enough, hates flowers, hates jewelry. Biggest waste of money in the world. Fucking awesome. I, I, I buy Susan flowers every now and then just because mm-hmm. it's nice to do. I did once. Um, she... she 
Yeah. She goes, don't ever waste money on those again. Yeah. She she appreciates it, but she kind of feels the same way. She likes jewelry, but I don't know her taste well enough to be able to buy her jewelry. So I just let her buy her own jewelry. Yeah. It's not that I don't love her and I wouldn't want to, but I just... I. It's nice to know I that... I mean, you see how much jewelry I wear. Right, so. exactly. Same. Yeah. Like it's, A wedding ring's it. It's nice to know that to have a wife that doesn't want flowers and just wants the meat. Valentine's oh, Day. Oh my God! <laughs> All right. All right. I'm sitting in a smoke. Oh, shit. This <laughs> is so fun. Sitting in a smoky bar, and I have no idea how pretty you are. I'll take you home just for tonight, and if you're ugly, I'll just turn off the light. <laughs> Did you write these yourself? Yes. Okay, all of these I did too. So that's I I wanted this to be genuine, so I stayed off the internet for these. <laughs> all right, here we go. And this one obviously is for her as well. You always say Valentine Valentine's Day is dumb, but I'm no chump. Now finish that bottle of wine so we can go hump. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> 20 years ago, you came into my life, and I instantly knew I wanted to make you my wife. We've been through thick and thin and truth and doubt, but I found the video of you and my brother, so get your shit and get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> that is good shit right there. Oh, oh. oh, okay. All right. Time to get a little sensitive. Make this genuine. Valentines are red. Wolverines are blue. Now take off your shirt so I can motorboat you. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, we could get these printed up on... on Yes. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right. The stars sometimes align in our lives, and we're fortunate to be with our soulmate. We live a life filled with more happiness than sadness, more ups than downs, and more smiles and frowns. Unfortunately, bitch, that ain't us. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know, for a second, I'm like, this motherfucker's getting serious. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Let me get serious on this one. (sighs) Your boobs are amazing. (laughs) Big, luscious, and round. And when I see them, I get horny as a Mississippi leg hound. (laughs) What's that Chappelle says? (laughs) I love boobies. (laughs) I love boobies. (laughs) I only have one more. Do you want to go again? No, you go go ahead. All right. Because... I definitely want to end it with this next one. All right. This one will bring the room down. Yep. I am the luckiest guy in the world. And I mean that because, fortunately, my wife came into my life and made my life significantly better. Okay. And this one isn't funny. It's just <sighs> me telling my wife bring it down. that I love you and I couldn't ask for anything better. I ruined it. That was it? That's it. That was the poem? Yeah, that's just me telling my wife that I hey love Hey, man. Her. Good for you. You know what? I'm going to do the same. With a poem. <laughs> With a poem. <laughs> How come you're not playing Slide It In by Whitesnake right now? <laughs> Hold on. 
Here we go. Get some Barry White up in this bitch. To wrap it up. Oddly enough, haven't had to wrap it up in years, so that was a bad choice of words. Boom. Here we go. I love that look on your face when you say my name. It makes me want to go bang like a screen door in a hurricane. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, ladies. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with us? Seriously. Absolutely nothing from where I'm sitting. Because you know that's what they're going to be asking us this week. Oh, my Lord. No, what's going to happen is she's going to be looking around going, God, I hope no one else is listening to this at work. (laughs) Um... Thank you, everybody, for uh, the participation. Um, uh, this gentleman right here. Congratulations again, Brian. Yep. Brian Bedard from Brockton, Massachusetts. The winner of the g- solid gold-plated Darth Vader Funko Pop. And might I add, a 2019 Galactic Convention exclusive. Yep. So we're going to get that out in the mail to you here in the next day or so. Um, anything you want to pimp talk about before you go? The wife? No, I don't think she's interested. It depends on the money coming in, son. True. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> no, just happy Valentine. I had a great Valentine's Day. I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, great too. time. Obviously, I have a super cool-ass wife. So well, yeah. yeah, she likes meat better than flowers. <laughs> Keep her. Duh. Right? Uh, GBishop72 on Twitter, at Top 5 for Fighting. Uh, uh, on, on Twitter, Top 5 for Fighting Instagram, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Uh, top5forfighting.com uh, Check out the Patreon page We uh, are going to be doing Beer Fest for our movie Next month and then we're going to ask our other Patreon sponsor what he wants us to do Yep, We're probably going to have a Like I said a big huge recording day for our anniversary That's coming up Wow <clears throat> that's crazy Yeah so it's going to be a whole day's worth of events Get We got to do everybody it. up Got to do it on a Saturday because we ain't yep. going to be able to go to work the next day Nope going to need and a full day of recovery Yep uh, if you got something you'd like for us to talk about, uh, if you got a top five list you'd like for us to do, anything like that, please let us know. You are Putty2773 on Twitter, Putnam2773 on Instagram, still learning how to use it. Getting better. Yeah, I gotta, um, I gotta start playing. I, like get involved. I have any fucking time. Get involved. Message us. If yeah. you like it, tell us. If you don't, tell us. Yeah. Tell your friends. If we have a contest, get involved. You could win a sweet, not this one, but Funko Pop, Darth yeah. Vader. I think we're going to try and do a contest, maybe a contest a month, maybe a contest every other month. It's reasonable. Nothing, nothing brutal like poor, poor marketing angel is still has PTSD from the fucking villain challenge. Reeling. Uh, I like the interactive ones. They're they're fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yep. So um, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Hope you had a great, sexy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries the, something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever.
And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.